When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Welcome in to the most innovative segment in all of football media. Do not be fooled by the pregame to the NFL Network pregame, or they have hijacked a segment called Write This Down, but they don't actually have a multi-year history of statistics. They're not, they're not, they're just hoping you forget about their predictions from week to week. Not us. We are rubbing our own noses in our incorrect predictions, helping to answer the question, when are you going to admit that you were wrong, Judd? Every Wednesday I do it twice. Hello, I'm Judd, and I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> Write this down. <laughs> this is Write That Down on Purple Daily, presented by our friends at TCL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. Hopefully you're watching football. TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, and home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Also, a shout-out to our official craft beer of Purple Daily, which is Surly Brewing Company helping to uh, support this show. Appreciate them. So here's how it works, boys. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate like Brian is about to, you can send us a message through the Score North app, and we'll get you scheduled sometime in early 2023. If you want the lowdown on some Adam Thielen drama, his wife posting some things about Adam's unhappiness on Instagram. We talked about all of that on a bonus episode of Purple Daily earlier today. We have a few weeks left here, gentlemen, in the 2022 Write That Down season. The completion percentage battle has gone back and forth and back again between the three of us. Listeners are struggling to complete passes. The touchdown battle is also very much up for grabs, pun intended. Let's start with Judd. Look at this guy. Judd Lay. Throwing the ball down the field here. Let's start with the bad. You said the Vikings would win 28-24 to over the Giants. You said the Vikings would beat the Giants and cover the three. Right. So the first one was the one that we included, like, on Friday, right? Yeah, we put our official score predictions. Okay, yeah. Yep. On the record here. Uh, you said... Earlier in the year, Kirk will be seen wearing the chains again sometime this season. The Kirkoch, Kirkoch, dude, I'm they should learn happy. their lesson. I'm with you. Basically, once they 
put Kirko Chains back in the box. They did have the Colts come back, but... Yeah, but when he announced, you know, we've taken it as far as we can, somebody had to say, no, dude. Dude, don't we're be a buzzkill. Well, and we're just starting. Did Kirk buzzkilling the Kirko Chains thing lead to the demise of the 2022 Vikings? Your thoughts? Kirko buzzkilling it didn't help the 2022 Vikings. Those are my thoughts. I think that's accurate. It didn't it help. Was a, it was it a didn't great, help. Do you know how much sports teams love? Well, and Phil, you, you've seen this a lot. Rallying cries and rallying oh things. Like, it would like be like they, in baseball, like uh, we're going to do, you know, these teams do home run celebrations. The home run uh, jacket yep. or the, shop, the shopping cart celebration. Boston, yeah, I It love would that be one. like after a huge win and you've uh, this, this guy's just, you know, red hot hitter at the plate and they're celebrating him. And in early August, he's like, guys, I just don't want the attention on me. We're not going to have fun yeah. anymore. Keep it going. Amen. You guys are Kirk haters. No, Kirk's a buzzkill. I I loved it. I thought Kirk O'Change was great. Organic and fantastic. Yep. Now, you did say that Irv Smith would catch a touchdown against the Giants, and that is a touchdown for you. Congratulations, yeah. Judd. In 13 personnel, too. I, I didn't predict oh, that part, but. 13 personnel. It was in 13 personnel, which is what I wanted. Now I want there, bunch could you formations. Do 14 personnel? Does, does any team have four tight ends on their active roster? <laughs> 15 just, personnel. How about just all tight end personnel? 17 everyone's, personnel. Everyone's a, tight end. everyone's a tight end. All right. I had a bad week. I said the Vikings would win 31-23. Right. to 23. Said the Seahawks would beat the Niners. Dude, they were leading that game in the third quarter, driving. And then they didn't they fumble. Something stupid happened. Geno Smith fumbled or something. And then yes, at the end of the half. Yep. Yep. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson would score two or more touchdowns against the Giants. Vikings' next win of two scores or more would happen in the wild card round. And the Hawk would have a 150 yard game or more, including playoffs. He did have like 130. Yep. But that's mathematically and short of 150. And if he'd just taken that damn check down to the house. Actually, if he catches that pass yeah, gets and breaks free, he probably gets 20 yards on that play because yeah, everyone was running down covering Justin Jefferson. Speaking of bloodbaths, the listeners, I'm not going to buzz all of these. There's two different Matts here, too, that kind of struggled. So Daniel Jones, uh, this is the first one from Matt, would throw two interceptions. One would be a pick six in this game. Jefferson will have three receiving touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, and a passing touchdown. That's not correct. Vikings would not trail against the Giants. It would win by double digits. Jefferson will break the record for receptions in a playoff game. Those are the mats. Nick said the Vikings would win the Super Bowl, and Nick Mullins would be Super Bowl MVP. Wow. (laughs) Peter said Andrew Booth Jr. would replace Chandon Sullivan as slot corner by the playoffs. Dimitri said a non-quarterback would throw a touchdown for the Vikings by the end of the season. If Kirk would have broken free on that trick play. But he didn't. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine Kirk? Where was that? Was that kind of midfield when they yeah, ran that? Or was, no, that was, no, it was in the red zone. No, no, it was at midfield. Midfield, midfield. Yeah, it would, it would have been oh, zero chance. I think it was. On, I think it was on the Vikings side of the fifty. Yeah. Kirk just thundering fifty yards on that play. Um, Stewart said Vikings will win the North and win their first playoff game. Lacey said Vikings and Bills will meet in the Super Bowl. 
our friend Jesse Pierce from uh, not only the Before We Die podcast, but also Judd's Hockey Show now. Uh, Greg Joseph will have a double doink that cost the Vikings a win. Cody said the Vikings will make it to the NFC title game and win by two scores. And Stewart said the Vikings would win the Super Bowl. And a few more incorrect predictions, including uh, reported, I believe it's Ted Glover, said they will have more YouTube subs than score north by the end of the Vikings season. They're doing well, but just a little short. A little short of the title. Uh, Ryan said Vikings would win two postseason games. Curtis said Vikings would win at least two playoff games as well. And they'd make the Super Bowl. And uh, Andy said Teddy Bridgewater will have a Super Bowl ring by March. Woo! Bloodbath. Uh, but Matt said Greg Joseph will not miss another field goal the rest of the season when he made this prediction. That's correct. And Micah said before the end of the 2022 season, Super Bowl included, Aaron Rodgers will hint at retirement. And he has done that multiple times now. Mm-hmm. Whew. Okay, Declan, you said the Vikings would win 24-17. Vikings would pull off a successful trick play for a first down or a touchdown. They tried. Ugh. They tried. I was so appalled. I didn't even care. I got that wrong, too. That's another one. I, I don't care. <laughs> you said the Vikings would not be trailing or tied at any point in the fourth quarter against the Giants. And KOC would be asked about being the Harry Styles uh, of the NFL at some point. He, this literally came off the board within an hour. That was correct because Wink Martin, this was going into the first Giants game, and he was asked about it by reporters. This, this oh, was, was a correct it? prediction. Yep, it, it happened like three hours after the fact. Um, he was asked about it. He said it wasn't the best comparison I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> but yes, he did, he did address it. Okay, old Macadac will go in and correct this on behalf of you. Uh, you said Kirk Cousins was set a playoff career high in passer rating against the Giants. He had to beat 96.4, and he went over 100. Kind of a low bar, but he cleared it. And with that, Judd, you are still – Declan has an extra, uh, like, half percentage point here, but you're still leading at 36.6% completions to Declan's call at 35. I'm just under 34%. Listeners, just over 20%. I'm leading the touchdown race with 18 over Declan's 14. Judd and the listeners tied at 10 touchdowns apiece. So now that we have the accountabilities out of the way, let's get our guy in here. Brian is our guest listener predictor making his debut on Write That Down. Brian, what's going on, man? When did you first become a suffering Vikings fan? Uh, Hey, guys. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Uh, It was in the late 70s i was going to school uh in st paul and there was a charity basketball game that had a bunch of viking players against the teachers in the school so that's that's kind of when i started loving the vikings and been tortured ever since you know so they used to do that i i remember like in first grade at oxbow creek elementary school in champlin back in like the early 90s and a bunch of current vikings like mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure chris carter was playing in this game or something Played against teachers. Yes. Yeah, it was the same thing. I think it was Tommy Kramer was actually playing against <laughs> the teachers at the school in that step. And their the last like, play. Justin Jefferson just rolls into your school and yeah. throws a hammer down on the twist his ankle, his knee goes. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think it was like Bobby Bryant back in our day, Matt Blair, Kramer. But I mean, those guys made how, how much too? Like, if yeah. they got hurt, it's unfortunate. Now, the insurance policy that on a player would be ripped away. They'd be like, he's playing basketball <laughs> against some teachers? 
I love how Judd's mind always goes yep. to like the whole most horrible thing that could happen. <laughs> hey, oh, you know he's gonna suffer a bubble compound wrap fracture. Bubble against... wrap him. Bubble wrap him. That's what I want. <laughs> Amazing. All right, so Brian, we're gonna start with you. We're each gonna make uh, one prediction at a time. Three trips around the room. So we'll start with you, then over to Judd Declan, and back to me. Predictions must be football or show related. Write this down. And uh, that's pretty much the only parameters here. So. That flashing light that behind Declan's good. head means that one of our radio stations is off the air. So if he has to... Uh, no, it's someone's trying to call, actually. So thanks for oh, the... Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the flashing <laughs> light they put, oh, it's put the, in right the, before we stopped... The bat phone. Right before we stopped taking phone calls. It's Roycey. What, what's going on? Uh, so uh, I'm going to be a few minutes right late. Okay, Brian, go ahead. All right, if we could have Jed take off his headphones for a second. Yes. I'll take them off and turn it down. <laughs> oh, Hold I on. love these. There we go. Okay, so I'm just going to make a prediction that'll end during this podcast. That at some point, uh, Judd is going to say to wave the flag before the end of this podcast. Oh, okay, interesting. Maybe we can maybe we can help with that. We'll see. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, actually, we act, we absolutely can help with that. Let's see if we can make that one happen. <laughs> All right, Judd, you can come back. Come back. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll see if it happens. Could this come off the board right now? It could. Maybe. Okay. It could. Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. All right. Oh, no. Write Write this down. Right now, of course, the Vikings have four draft picks in this upcoming draft. They will make no fewer than seven selections in the draft. Oh. So they'll have music, seven. music to Rick's trader Rick Spielman's ears yeah, right there. They'll they'll make enough deals. Uh I'm guessing they might get a compensatory pick or two. So by the end of the day, they, they will have seven or more picks that they will execute in this draft. Yeah, that'd be exciting. If they could double their draft, their number of draft picks. Well, they got to do something. Yeah. Totally I, I don't agree. think they're going to make four. I think they would celebrate if they could do that. Declan. Uh, all right. I'll go with uh, some divisional round predictions here. I'll start with this one. I did the same thing on the NFC side on the Mackey and Judd version. I'll do the AFC side. Uh, the Bengals will beat the Bills, and the Chiefs will beat the Jags. Bengals win, Chiefs win. So uh, you're going, uh, yeah. so Bengals are five and a half underdogs, a little upset there, mm-hmm. and uh, Chiefs holding court against the Jaguars. Is there any way the Jaguars win that game? Um, People I, are just kind of assuming I mean, that they're going to get a weird smoked, year. Right? Yeah, maybe. And sometimes the Chiefs just oddly fall behind by 20 points in football games and then have to dig their way out. And that this is Doug versus his mentor, Andy Reid. That's sort of an interesting yep. storyline here. Those guys go back. Don't, weren't they together in Green Bay for a while, too, before Andy even got? I think I Doug think was the backup sure quarterback in Green Bay at, and because he, he and Favre are like best friends, Doug and uh, Doug and Brett. But uh, Doug Peterson was also, I think he might have been Andy's first OC in Kansas City. Yeah. So... They go well, yeah, they, they've been together for like I think like ten or fifteen total years throughout it's a teacher different... it's a teacher mentor relationship write this yes. down okay, write this down t j Hawkinson, the hawk <laughs> will get a contract extension before i'm gonna say before may first okay because I, I want this to be, I want this to be timing a lot of contract extensions don't happen until like later, but this yep. is the final year of his deal. I think they're going to do it to clear space. So okay. 
I think he I think he's going to sign an extension before May 1st and it'll put him in the top 5 average annual value of all tight ends. Is that part so of the put him in that Yep, this is all a parlay here. Ooh, okay. Is this a touch because you again usually extensions yeah, come that's later touchdown. so it's a touchdown? Oh yeah. It's going to happen easy. soon and it'll be lucrative. That's easily for the hawk. But they'll be able to it'll be like a 4 or 5 year deal and they'll be able to lower his 9 million dollar cap it for this year down to whatever and then they can shove money into the future. I don't think they're going to get it down a lot because he's going to get a raise, but he's he's become one of the top. He's awesome. Probably five, six pass-catching tight ends in the end. I mean, he was second in receptions and yards among tight ends this year. He's got great hair, too. Write this down. He does have great hair, yeah. All right, back to Brian, your second prediction. Um, So my second prediction is Justin Jefferson will win the NFL MVP this year. Oh, whoa. That's uh, This year. This year. Is that voting already taking place, Judd? Yeah. I think it's done at the end of the regular season. Yep. So if they did, did they vote before or after the Green Bay game? After. I think they vote at the end of the regular season. <laughs> so I think okay. it was right after the Green Bay game. I feel like he's going to get dinged for the Green Bay game a little bit. If they had gone into Lambo and he puts up a huge, like a Randy Moss, you know, 1998 game. Yeah. I think it's a different well, type it's of deal. Such a bogus award, too, now that it just it basically reserved for quarterbacks. But whatever. Yeah, the quarterbacks are generally the most valuable. Write it down. You like yeah, players. But... Down. All right, back to Judd. All right. On the contract extension or non theme that Phil opened up the can of worms for, Kirk Cousins will begin next season without having signed an extension. So he will go into the last year of his contract as a Viking. He'll be that here. That will be the first time, right? Yeah. And he's got no trade. And I might be wrong, but I have a feeling that. Um, Unless he wants to sign another extension through twenty four, because that's a void year, I'm just I'm going to go with Dex no extension. Got it. That would be uh, that's really interesting because would that offend him? Do you think? Probably, probably. Because if you if you I got mean, to clearly. that point, would, would he not maybe then ask to? Well, if you if you're not going to commit to me beyond the the year, then why don't we just explore? Maybe I'll lift my no trade if you want to just send me off somewhere else. Do you think he would know. be that that chapped, like the domino effect there? Because I'm sure his people are going to say in the next few weeks, right? You know what? I would like to see him play on the last year of, of a contract. Kirk's so weird, it actually might work. How happy would you be personally if the Vikings came out and announced, hey, guys, this is the last year of Kirk Cousins in a Vikings uniform. We are going to write out the remaining $35 million, and it'll all, almost all of it will then come off the books, except for the void years that we unnecessarily locked into after this it year smooth. for $12 million. Yeah. How happy would you be if that happened? Well, are you saying, like, personally, like, me, vindictively? Like, what, what are you saying? Are you saying when I get wow. the flag out? Are you saying when I get the flag? <laughs> And congratulations to Brian for one of the quickest write-that-down points to ever come oh, off the board, it. which is John will it. get the flag during this episode of... Oh, you, in, you baited me! <laughs> a little bit, yeah. You baited me, but you know what? Good job. No argument. No argument. Wow, Brian. Brian setting records with his first appearance. That's a first. On, I think that's a first. Pretty good. Good work, Brian. I think we're back to Declan here for his second prediction. That's incredible. Write All right, my down. second one. Uh, sticking in the AFC theme, write this down. Josh Allen will throw an interception or fumble in the fourth quarter 
against the Bengals. So at okay. some point in the fourth quarter, he's going to have a costly turnover, basically. And the fumble being he lost the ball. Like the Bills don't recover it. Like it, the Bengals recover the fumble. So either an interception or a fumble, a costly turnover against the Bengals in the fourth quarter. This is specific enough that I think it's a touchdown if Declan hits it. Oh, he's, yeah. he's specifying a quarter of a game. Josh Allen does get turnover happy, but he's specifying a quarter no. here. So, No, I think it's definitely a touchdown. Specific enough. Okay. Write this down. Okay, write this down. The Vikings will trade or cut Dalvin Cook sometime between now and the first day of training camp. So sometime before the first day of training camp, the Vikings will trade or cut Dalvin Cook. A trade would be ideal if you could convince someone Hey, he's still got another year or two, and you're pretty close to winning a Super Bowl there, guy. Why don't you uh why don't you give us a fourth round pick or something? Or a third round pick. Third do a third I run to the bank. <laughs> oh my I, god. Are if you if a team offers a sixth, I probably just move up move on and recoup some money and go third uh, rounder? Be cheaper. Yeah. Oh, I don't think you're getting a third. It'll be like no. a it'll be like a fifth conditional or something. But yeah. Yep, write this down. Okay, back to Brian, your third and final prediction. Okay, I hate to say this as a Viking fan, but the Lions will win the NFC North next year. I wonder what the betting odds are going to be. Because right now, I think like Vikings are probably, as you're looking, because every year half the playoff teams change out, right? So the Vikings are going to be on everybody's list to regress out of the playoff picture. Lions are going to be on a lot of lists to move in. Packers, it depends on Aaron Rodgers. So I'll bet you you're, you're on to something. Odds makers are still going to like the Vikings and the Packers, but... Lions might be might be right there. So, Brian, good work on your first ever appearance on Write yeah. That Down here. You already got a, a point off the board for crying out loud. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, since you've got this you. life-changing platform here, is there anyone you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Um, I actually would like to thank you guys because with all the politics that goes on, you guys kind of stay out of it. and It's a light, friendly show, and you guys don't take yourselves too seriously. Um, and I just, I just appreciate that. And that's why, how you guys say you guys are one of the top football podcasts in the nation. And I think that's a lot of the reason why. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Appreciate, we appreciate that. And coming up next, we'll take your phone calls. Should <laughs> your children get vaccinated yeah. next on Purple Daily? <laughs> Brian, thank you, man. We'll get you on again sometime. And, uh, I think your record is going to stand for quite some time here. The, in, the immediacy of it. So nice appreciate work. it, man. Thank you. You guys have a great day. All right, there he is. Guest listener, Brian. Uh, Jeb, before we go through our final predictions here, tell the audience about Finch Home Solutions, if you could. Yeah, of course I can. In fact, I can tell you a personalized story because yesterday Cody from Finch Home Solutions came to my house to check things out. I've got a couple of two-pronged outlets that I would like to have three-pronged, which, of course, makes more sense in 2022. I've got a light downstairs in the laundry room that flat out doesn't work. Cody came in, and here's what I like. He about changed it, okay? the light bulb for you, didn't he? No, no. Well, he could have. Okay, that's not that's sort of the point, though. You know what he did? He came in and, and looked at the areas that I asked about being fixed, and he gave me actual solutions and choices. So, like, he speaks a language I don't. And this is the situation, and this is true with a car, too, right? Where they start talking gibberish, and the next thing they say is $3,000, and you're like, ah, what? But Cody came in and said, we, we can do the expensive route, but you know what? We also can do a route that's more affordable, and it's going to be safe and productive, 
And that's what I love. I want, I don't know a thing about electronics. Lots of people don't. So when you get a person in your home, you want them to be honest, upfront, truthful, and help you. And Cody did exactly that. And now it's your turn. It's your turn if you've got flickering lights, if you've got anything electrical in your home that needs fixing or or examining. Perhaps it's an old home, finchhomesolutions.com or 612-357-2604, 612-357-2604, finchhomesolutions.com. Honesty and helpfulness. That's what you get from them and very professional. A shout out to our friends who make it more fun to watch football on the weekends, Underdog Fantasy Dex. That's right. My guy, Josh. Josh, I got I got to get in touch with Josh because Josh is just out here winning like twenty, like two thousand dollar parlays all the Give me time. A loan from Josh. Show me your ways, Josh. Send me your slips beforehand so I can lock these in as well, huh? Uh, you can be like Josh on Underdog Fantasy who cashed a nice little five item parlay from over the weekend on Wild Card Weekend. Maybe you can dabble in some divisional rounds. Also, NBA, NHL, PGA is heating up. There's plenty of mixed sports entries you can do at Underdog Fantasy. Uh, you can join with promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R. They'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks for first-time users. Go download the Underdog Fantasy app. All right, gentlemen, final lap here. Right this Starting down. with Judd, what's your third and final prediction? My third and final prediction is this. In fact, I, I thought of this as you gave your Dalvin Cook prediction because I think it makes perfect sense. Dalvin Cook's brother plays for the Bills. The Bills don't have a very good run game. Dalvin Cook will be with the Buffalo Bills next season. Dalvin Cook is going to be with the Buffalo Bills. The playing Cooks. with his brother. They have no run game. Dalvin Cook in Buffalo would look damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, they just haven't been. I don't know why, but Dalvin Cook with his brother playing again with Stefan Diggs. Dalvin Cook will be a Bill next season. I like that one. I think that would be a good, that'd be a good spot for him. Go and get a shot at a championship, whatever, if the Vikings can't be that place. Okay, Declan. All right, I'll give a – I have, like, a bunch of predictions coming up on Pro Bowl and Super Bowl time that I have, like, banked in my my notes section here. I'm trying to feel if I want to fire one of them now or if I want to wait as we get closer to Super Bowl weekend because I don't – Are these, like, like Pro Bowl Bowl skills competitions? Yeah, I I have a Pro Bowl – but I don't want to burn it. Because if I make it now, I, I it could you. come off the board like very quickly. I so I, I, I don't want, I, I don't want to burn it there. But I do have some, some, some of them uh, lined up there. Let's go with uh, this one instead, though. I'll, I'll stick on divisional round weekend. I'll stick on the divisional round weekend. Daniel Jones will post a passer rating of no higher than eighty against the Niners. So Danny Dimes, oh, he's going to get smoked, huh? Yeah, Danny Dimes has been on a roll here. I mean, he looked like the greatest quarterback in the NFL against the Vikings. Vanilla Vic, I believe, as he was coined somehow. Vanilla Vic. Oh Vanilla yeah, Vic. <laughs> that's what they're calling him in New York. I guess Dude, he looks and sounds exactly like Eli Manning. It is spooky. They just found the like looks an are. Eli replacement, like a clone of Eli. Yeah, the looks are terrifying. He looks exactly like him. <laughs> Um, but no higher uh, pass rating up 80 or worse, basically against the Niners. So no higher than 80 against the 49ers in the divisional round. That's a bad day. Does it give you guys any, uh, any jitters at all that I know that they didn't ask Daniel Jones to do nearly as much in the passing game as the Vikings asked Kirk cousins, like Kirk cousins threw like 170 more passes this year than Daniel Jones. But Daniel Jones had the exact same passer rating as Kirk cousins. Daniel Jones had the seventh best QBR in the league. Kirk Cousins was twenty third. Hmm. 
that if you start to kind of look up, and then Daniel Jones with the mobility and the you know just being able to run for first downs and keep plays alive. It's just interesting to me that before the season, we all kind of laughed. Like, Daniel Jones, guy's a clown, going to be a backup. And now all of a sudden, great offensive mind turns him into a quality quarterback. And there are people, we played all those clips like Max Kellerman, all these national New York guys saying that they'd rather have Daniel Jones than Kirk Cousins. It's, I don't know what, what my point here is, but like you can get young quarterbacks with the right offensive minds and you can trick them up mm-hmm. to yeah, look and true. play better. And have reasonable salaries. So it's just another reason to not fear 35-year-old well, Kirk Cousins and moving on at some point. But that's the question is, does this is get him paid? Is he a free agent? Yes. yes. So does this get him paid? Because yes. I would rather have, like, I, I don't want him at a huge price. I feel like we've kind of reached a point. There has to be a reckoning at some point. I think I, teams yeah. are, like, like the Raiders are kind of doing it with Carr. All right, we'll give you a big extension, but not really. There's a trap door after the first year. Middle class. That, there's five or six quarterbacks that are just going to break the bank because they're that good. Mm-hmm. And everybody else, you you got to be so careful about locking into, like Daniel Jones. He's a franchise quarterback at 15 or 20 million. If, if okay, let's go to, let's go to 18 to 20 million for Daniel Jones. Right. Instead of the 35 that guys like Kirk or Dak makes 40. I would do that if I were the Giants and I could still have, 15 or $20 million left over to go fortify the roster. You could probably still win with Daniel Jones making 15 or 20, but the minute the Daniel Jones, cause it's for a long time, it's been franchise quarterback or not. And, and the next guy in line sets the new bar for the highest paid quarterback, right? Kirk, yep. Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. At some point that has to stop. And there has to be a, like a middle class for starting quarterbacks. And the Giants are really weird too because they they don't have a receiver like a like a true marquee, right? Like they're that one kid is really good. I I like him, but for the most part, they're not that great. And what's really weird is they've got Jones, who's going to get paid, I would guess, by somebody, perhaps the Giants, and Saquon, who I absolutely adore and love. Like watching him play is fantastic, but he plays a position that's a ticking time bomb. Yeah, and he's like 27. Yeah, exactly. So if you're the Giants, you're sort of in a weird predicament because the guys that you might have paid at one time are both guys you're like, I really don't know if it's a great idea long-term to pay you. Yeah. There's a little bit of Alex Smith and Daniel Jones, too, and he's he's more mobile, but his biggest thing is that he's not going to screw up a game too bad. Like, he only threw five interceptions. He's a high completion percentage, low interception guy. That's you're he's not going to go out and like Derek Carr sometimes will just shipwreck a game, right? He's not going to shipwreck a game for you. So it's interesting what's happening there. If if we went back in time to after the 2017 season, how much do you guys think internally, as he clearly told Rick, because he told the whole combine this, he was clearly very afraid of cousins. How much do you think Zimmer politicked for Smith? Because Alex Smith to me, Seems like he oh, would have yeah. been the Mike Zimmer quarterback. Just get out there, be a professional. Solid interceptions. Was a solid yeah. player. Yeah. But, but I mean, he didn't, it wasn't like he knew how not to make mistakes. He just seemed like the type of quarterback that Mike would have loved. Yeah. Yep. Mike's been, I'm, I'm still kind of surprised that Mike has not done a more public interview, although he did go through this horrible tragedy with his son. Obviously, yeah. it's been a crazy year for him. But it would be interesting to hear more of like his side of, of the story. Um, all right, my final prediction here, boys. Write this, down. Write this down. Sometime 
between, I'll go now and July 1st, just to put a, or just say training camp, start a training camp. There will be a credible report or trade rumor about Daniil Hunter. And we can all kind of kind of quantify that. If it's from, uh, you know, bobsfootballsite.com. Right. Shefty. But if it's a Shefty, it's a Rappaport, it's, you know, somebody that yep. has yeah. some credibility. There, It's kind of subjective, but I think they're going to come to another weird contract intersection because mm-hmm. he's got basically one year left and he's only his base salary is 4.9. They have to figure something out. The scheme's going to be in play. I, I could right. see. Yeah, I think it's a good call. And I personally maybe for, keep him, but yes. Yeah. And if you look, I mean, there's not that many examples of edge rushers in their prime getting traded, but there are. Like Von Miller got traded for a second and a third. Yeah. I think he was a little older. Khalil Mack's been traded two. twice, hasn't he? Or did yeah. he sign with the Chargers? Yep. No. Uh, that was Fair a trade. trade. It was a trade. It was a trade. So, yeah. So there are a few little comps floating around. John Abraham, like 10 years ago, got yeah. traded. Well, his prime. that might be where, where you get your draft capital back for 2023, to be honest. But yeah. then you got to find someone to get after the quarterback, which this team has so many lingering question marks. They're trying to, they're trying to like, the, the, it's like the car, the odometer hit 200,000 miles. Like, no, we can still drive it. Let's keep going. Well, I feel like keep the offense, going. like it feels like the uh, offense for 2023 is pretty sharpened, but the defense is dull. And it's like, how do you get it? To a point of being sharp. Yeah, yeah. The, the offense, you could make a strong case that if you just if you could find like another explosive receiver, you can kind of deal with maybe Ed, yes. Ed Inger maybe take step forward. The offense is kind of ready to rock and roll, even if you run it back with Kirk and everyone else. But but then on the defensive side, how much worse could it really get if you just if you just moved out the thirty year olds and brought in right. a bunch of young young dudes who don't know what they're doing? Are you going to be right? That's you can't my be question. That much worse than thirty first in the league in yards. And that's my question. Like, if you trade Hunter and replace a bunch of the draft capital that you don't currently have, could you draft defensive guys there yeah. with more speed? And you know, Would Patrick and, Jones in a four three have a chance to be exactly. a starter, or is Ed trying to save his job? And uh, who knows? I mean, there's just so. Why many... is that? No, why, why? There's been no movement on that front yet, and I, no. I get that it could happen this afternoon. And yeah, there is a press conference. Right today, yeah, one PM Central Time, and we're recording this around noon Central Time. KOC and Quasi talking for the first time since the uh, TJ Hawkinson trade. Yeah, I'll mention this real quick here, and then we can we can uh, peace out for the episode. But Keenan McCardell, Vikings' excellent wide receivers coach, is getting an interview with the Patriots to be their offensive coordinator. So that's something to keep an eye on. McCardell, I think was. Hmm? Oh, I said the Patriots are going to have a real OC, not Matt Patricia. I know. Robert Kraft came in and said, okay, what are we doing here? Yeah. Bill, and put on. out a statement. <laughs> yeah. You never see that from the Patriots. No. They don't explain anything. So that's something to keep an eye on. He's been um, he's been one of the best wide receiver coaches for uh, for a few years in the NFL. And those are your write-that-down predictions, your accountability session. Um, a shout-out to our friends, too, at Nutrisource. Maya Mackey and Stella Zolgad love their Nutrisource, the chicken and rice. It's getting. I gotta be honest. We've had to do some behavioral stuff. She's still very young, and uh, we've Uh-oh. we've only had her for like nine or ten months. But now she'll come up and like demand food at certain times. Oh, we know you love your Nutrisource, but it can't just be whenever you want your Nutrisource. There's got to be some yep. some boundaries here. So we're working on that. But man, she loves it. 
big difference between Phil and yours truly is that is that Maya demands it, and Phil and his wife are like, no, you can't do, do that. That little girl right there, 12-year-old Stella, she demands it, and guess who hops to it? That's right, good old Pop-Pop. He gets her that nuclear source immediately, because you know what? He don't run the house. He runs around the house, and he's run by that, that one, but the nuclear source, here's, my, here's the best part. A 12-year-old dog who's healthy and happy and demanding, I'll take it every time. And Nutrisource, both the training rewards treats and her main food, plays a huge role in that healthy and happy dog. Yeah, if you're looking for just digestive health, those Tootsie Roll poops, Nutrisource Pet Foods. It does. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. All right, you got your bonus episode of Purple Daily. You got your Write That Down episode today. And then we will react to the Quasi and Kevin O'Connell press conference probably on tomorrow's episode unless we get some breaking news at some point today. The, the Donatel thing kind of lingers. Are they going to bring him back? Are they not? We'll see. I think that's uh, a question. Maybe they'll tap dance around it. I don't know, but we'll find out, and we'll talk to you guys next time on Purple Daily Daily Vikings Entertainment.